0: Welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Private Label podcast. As always, your hosts are my partner, Ryan, aka the FBA investor, and this is Michael. Uh, Today's episode is going to be discussing the difference in Amazon FBA business models. So what is private label? What is reselling, aka online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, and what is wholesaling? What are the differences and what makes sense at each level for you to explore? But first, as always, we want to discuss our Amazon FBA Accelerator 2.0 program. So we have a 12-month direct coaching program where you get access to myself and Ryan throughout the entire 12 months. We guide you all the way through setting up a business finding a product, sourcing that product, setting up a production line, launching that product, marketing that product, all the way through building a brand with a guarantee that you will hit your you will hit 100,000 in sales within your first 12 months selling or we're with you for free until you get there. My man, today we're going to talk about we're, we're just going to talk about the general business model, what what the hell we do and what else is available on the platform. Uh, why don't you start us off? And and Ryan has, has done a lot in reselling, so he is the uh, resident expert there. How are we doing, my man? And take it away about uh, online arbitrage.
1: For sure, for sure, cool. for sure. Um, so as you mentioned, there's a number of different ways in which you can sell on the Amazon platform. And really the one that has lowest barrier to entry is uh, retail and online arbitrage, which is essentially reselling. And this is what you see a lot of people doing on Amazon. Um, it's not something that I really do much nowadays, but it's how I came in the game. So I started in the game flipping books, used books from thrift stores, or if you listen to this in the UK, charity stores. And then I came in and uh, moved from there into retail arbitrage. So I started raiding all of your favorite retail spots, looking for products to flip and sell on Amazon for a profit. And then I graduated towards um, online arbitrage, which is basically doing exactly the same thing, but from home. And then I tried a little bit of wholesale; didn't really work out. And then I got into private label, kind of where I'm at now. Um, if we're looking at the difference between, um, you know, arbitrage and um, private label, really the biggest one I feel is the effort that you need to put into it. So with arbitrage, you're constantly having to look for new deals. You're constantly looking for new ways to find products for one price and sell them on amazon for a higher price you're not really nurturing and developing uh, any one product you're constantly looking for new deals so i see it as more of a volume game as opposed to a you know i found one product i'm going to build this out and you know build a really really build a brand around it since you don't own the brand you know you're typically reselling other people's products other brands um there's no equity you don't have any equity in the game there's no skin in the game you're typically just making the margin on top. So you're basically just skimming uh, arbitraging on these profits. Um, That's fine. You know, if you've got a bunch of time and you want to make cash pretty quickly, you want to get into something where you can start with, let's say, $500 to $1,000 and get in the game really quick, make some money, um, crush it quickly. That's a great business model. However, with private label, what you have that, you know, what necessarily um, arbitrage doesn't give you is the fact that you're building equity, right? So you don't have to sell like, you know, hundreds of different SKUs or thousands of different SKUs. You're selling a couple of SKUs initially, maybe just start with one and then build out with other products, but you're nurturing your brand. So you're retaining full equity in that business. You're retaining full equity within your brand. It's your brand. No one else sells it. You're not having to compete against 20 other people on the same listing and you know ultimately developing a price wall. You know, you're know you going ahead with your brand. You're nurturing it. You're selling through. You're making more margin because you actually own it and you have that relationship with the manufacturer. So because you're getting it at a manufacturer cost price, you're able to make a much bigger margin on these products. And you have the supply chain, so you're able to restock on that. Whereas if you're doing arbitrage, you might find a great deal, buy ten items, it does really well, and you can't get those ten items again. However, because private label, you set up the supply chain yourself, you own it, you have full control over the supply of that product. So if you can if you can sell through fifty thousand in a month, you just have to ask your manufacturer to, to make that fifty thousand. You'll sell through in a month, so you you retain ownership of the whole thing. And then the biggest benefit um, I'll touch on here, Mike, is the fact that you retain full equity in the business. So private label businesses do sell for a very high multiple. You know, we've seen anything from 25 to 75 times monthly net profits. So think about it. If you're making a decent amount of money every month in profit, times that by 25, times it by 75, that's the figure that your business is actually worth. You can sell your business. You can't necessarily sell, you know, a reselling or an arbitrage business. Whereas with a private label business, you can sell it. So for me, there's a lot more longevity when doing private label and you know once things are set up you know there's a little bit more capital to get into around four six thousand dollars to start but once the ball's rolling it really is a lot less labor intensive there's less moving parts you know you don't need a prep center you don't need necessarily a bunch of vas like sourcing products for you you don't need a purchasing manager all these things that you need with like an arbitrage business you don't necessarily need when it comes to you know starting your own private label business so those are just a few benefits i feel the private label has but I just wanted to compare it to to arbitrage. Arbitrage has its strengths as well, but I think long term, you know if you want long- longevity in this game, private label is the way to go.
0: yeah, it, it, there's just clear differences. Um, I will talk a little bit about wholesale like educate right who hears these these terms over and over. Like what do they actually mean? So private label and uh, reselling, which encapsulates online arbitrage and and, uh, retail arbitrage, Ryan touched on wholesale itself is very similar to online arbitrage in the way that you are still reselling other brands. So if we take one specific example, let's take Nike, I always use Nike, reselling would be finding, let's just take whatever new running shoes Nike's selling, Finding online deals where you can buy these specific shoes for, let's say, $53.99 and you can sell them on Amazon for $99.99. So a huge arbitrage opportunity for the time that it exists. And so arbitrage, you would be buying that specific product, counting on that arbitrage opportunity, a.k.a. those online prices to stay where they are. Resellers know those prices don't always stay. That's why it's a constant lead generation in terms of finding new products. But wholesale itself is different. That would be directly working with Nike, having a relationship where you can actually place orders from from them on a, as a wholesaler. So not going to Nike.com and ordering a bunch, that typically would not work because that's a retail order. What it would mean is... You would order directly from their warehouse, and typically, this is why a wholesale minimum orders are really at minimum, most orders are 10,000. When I've done wholesale, and I, I've done a fair share of wholesale just because I was able to secure a couple uh, company relationships, the minimum order was either 15,000 or 20,000, and so you're sourcing large large uh quantities of these brands putting them in it is uh it's a more efficient business model than reselling because you, you you have a huge arbitrage instead of with one deal rather than than a bunch of little small hits uh but the difficulty is securing those relationships so it's very hard to become a reseller a wholesaler for big brands and so to be honest the majority of amazon wholesale or any wholesale is essentially like a sales game where you're reaching out to as many brands sending cold emails looking uh on their their online website distribution department is calling them it's basically you are basically on the hunt for place wholesale Wholesale orders so you have to be very strategic uh or just know someone who has relationships right and so that's the only nuance versus in in terms of how wholesale that differs from uh on uh online arbitrage and reselling but you still are reselling other brands and that that brings us back all the way to private label and why why we've just once both of us found that business model. That's really where all of our uh, current time allocated to our brands are going is just because you are <clears throat> creating value. And so when you do use uh, product research tools and private label to find high demand underserved niches and and be able to launch a product to differentiate uh, and use that demand then all of a sudden you're, you're putting down a pillar of income that builds over time and so you have three reviews well we gotta really manipulate the amount of eyeballs we can we we're getting to it aka we're running uh, a few different types of ads we're we're using some tactics in your launch like search find buys basically you gotta you gotta press and, and apply pressure to make sure people see you as your listing grows, as sales grows, all of a sudden uh, sudden less pressure is needed to get more and more sales. And that's why, oh wow, this product now has five hundred reviews. Now it's that product alone is doing twenty two thousand a month in sales at a higher and higher profit margin. That is is why and and the business itself, as at least your private label leg is all sellable from anywhere between about 25 times and 75 times your monthly profit on the uh, e-com third-party marketplace. So you get to, let's always use 10,000 as a round number in terms of your monthly profit, not sales. Uh, All of a sudden, conservatively, you have a $250,000 business on the high end somewhere up in the six seven hundred thousand if if everything is dialed in on your brand and that's why we know at fbau and and just through running our own brands what sells in terms of what aggregators buy what people are looking for so if you build your brand knowing at the knowing what the end game is and what people are looking for it, it, it is such a it, it's so much easier to continue building when you know there's uh there's value and light at the end of the tunnel, and so that is that that is essentially the differences. Um, anything else to to add on PL versus reselling, my man?
1: Yeah, just yeah. on on looking at maybe PL versus uh, other methods of e-commerce. So what came into my head just now was something like Shopify. You know, a lot of people will get into drop shipping. And all that kind of jazz. So I think the other benefits there when it comes to private label is that, you know, you're utilizing Amazon's ready-made traffic. So, you know, a successful private label product will be linking into the demand that's already there for a product. So using tools like Helium 10 is so helpful because we can actually see the search demand for a number of different keywords. So we can one, identify the ways in which customers are searching for the product with the different keywords that they're using. And we can identify how much search volume each of the customers are putting behind each of those keywords. So we inherently have the edge before we launch on Amazon because we understand there's already search volume and already search demand. Whereas looking at drop shipping and, you know, sites like Shopify, et cetera, you know, you're really having to drive that traffic yourself. Although we do do things like PPC and we have advertising campaigns that we run on Amazon, we're not, you know, starting from ground zero. Whereas if you had a Shopify store, you're building that traffic. You're running Facebook ads, you're running YouTube ads, you're running TikTok ads, you're running Google ads, you're having to drive that traffic to your page, whereas on Amazon, you're putting yourself in front of customers who already are at the point where they're ready to buy. So Amazon isn't like, you know, people shopping in the mall where they're trying on different things. They're not quite sure people come to Amazon ready to spend money. So all you have to do is put the right product in front of them with the right images, the right listing that's been fully optimized and you will take that sale, right? And you're getting millions and millions of people every single day. Coming across your item, you know the impressions that you're getting on these items, the number of times they're viewed is, you know, in the hundreds, the thousands, sometimes even in the millions every day. So, you know, you're capitalizing on demand that's already there. And for me, I think it's a lot easier, and there's a lot more stress involved with Amazon compared to other business models, just like Shopify or dropshipping or kind of anything else out there.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I think that's a good place to leave it. Leave it from there, my man. 100%. I. Why don't we, one more time, just just talk about our Accelerator.
1: Yeah, sure. So Accelerator 2.0 program, just to recap for you guys. Our program is a year long. We guarantee you $100,000 in sales. We're with you all the way on the ground with you. Unlimited one-to-one calls with myself and Mike. No other programs offering that. We also have access to 14 hours of recorded lessons on private label, everything you need in there. Alongside that, we've got a private Slack group where you can talk to our cohort members. We've got 25 people in the program at the moment. And we also have weekly Q&As and we have full access to Helium 10. So they come in once a month and give um, demos and live Q&As to exclusively actually to our cohort members. So if you want to build your own private level business, you're sick of the nine to five and you want to get out, this is the program for you. So do book a call with us. Um, Links in the show notes. We look forward to it. Oh
0: yeah. Until next time, guys.
1: Take care, guys.